weird fucking guys. You're doing a manly thing and you're a fucking dork. I got my lightsaber wearing my Pokemon hat today. <laughs> wow, you're a real renaissance man, you know that? Goddamn man child. What a fucking dork. Yeah. But he's our dork. No, it's not. Certainly not. Good morning, John. What's up, dude? Happy 4th of July. Yeah, this is the Renaissance Man-Child Show. I feel like we should do that on the shows. We should say what the show is. What the show is. Yeah. Even though we had like a weird little intro that I made. I like it. I like all the fucking dorks and cursing and... Mm-hmm. That's some yard bird shit right there. <laughs> Dude. Hot off the heels. Hot the, off the heels. That was the greatest barbecue. Yeah. In the history. I feel hungover, and I don't even fucking drink, dude. <laughs> like, I'm drinking my coffee, and I'm like, dude, I need to wake the fuck up. So what happens is uh, I have my, my childhood friends and my modern, uh, not modern, but more recent developed friends you showed up i felt bad because i was like dude you were real quiet and i was like i, I didn't to... really know them yeah that's i figured you're standing yeah. back watching these dickheads talk you know yeah. plus they're all beard up you know so they're all like in their glory of sharing stories about you know yeah the way it once was you know right and it's like uh dude I do the barbecues because it's like it's fun to hear the stories and, and tell the tales and, and all that but like dude by like 10 o'clock I am fucking dying yeah and I'm like dude these these guys are just like they're getting in their prime they're like alright let's time uh, which bar are we gonna do next and I'm like dude get the fuck out go to the bar cause yeah. I'm I'm fucking done like dude yeah. I was ready to like just light everything in my backyard on fire cause I'm not cleaning shit up and I'm going to bed. I don't fucking care. Yeah, my uh, my ambitions don't match what I'm actually going to do most Dude. of the time when it comes to stuff like that. Like, this it, is going to be great. And I'm like, man, this has to end. <laughs> so it's tough because uh, because I'm like the barbecue master. I'm the one that cooks. I'm the one that like runs around. I'm the host. So I'm like fucking. But then you anticipate like fucking cleaning up and all that shit, and you're like, I'm not fucking hanging out no more. You're gonna do dishes pussy they're like yeah and that's like everybody's like oh where'd you go and i'm like i'm fucking cleaning up dude i'm walking yeah. around with a trash bag picking up all your beer cans uh-huh. you know i don't even have fucking drink why am i picking up beer cans yeah but um it's cool i'm not complaining i'm just saying it's like sounds like you're complaining uh you know once a year i fucking once or twice a year i do like these barbecues but it's like dude it fucking burns me out we're we're getting in bed and and my wife is like uh Okay, did you have a good time? And I'm like, do you want the fucking honest answer? Or like, no, it was a fucking job. It's a job, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I didn't have fucking fun. I, I talked for like half an hour. It's you, fun when you get invited to the barbecue. Dude. You know, when you're today, the guest. Today we're going to another barbecue for, for Danielle and Jim. Oh, yeah. We're going over there. And I'm like, dude, then I'll relax. You're going to... They gonna do like an ice bath over there or anything like that? I don't know. I was I was breaking <laughs> I was I was breaking their balls. I said, listen, Danielle said something, and I was like, uh, I said, don't worry, I'm coming by tomorrow to watch you guys work hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's just a lot, man. You know, it's good intentions, and I love seeing like uh, like you know, you saw that I I bought all this deck furniture and shit, and uh, I'm like adulting. I'm doing the adult yeah. thing, and like. I do love seeing my deck full of people and everybody's laughing and having a good time, but uh, but after a while, I'm like the hermit in me is like, okay, everybody, get your shit and get the fuck out yeah, of my sadly, house. Yeah, sadly, that's yeah. like that's my personality. I'm too much of a curmudgeon to fucking. It's like I like that you use that word. Well, it's like I I mean I really am. If I everybody mean, in Delco's listening, they're yeah. like, dude, they're googling that word right now. What's a curmudgeon? <laughs> dude, what the fuck did he say? Is yeah. that is that a band from the '80s? <laughs> It should be. Yeah. Nah, but it's... I'm just like, you know... 
I get a weekend and time to myself, and I think I can do this, 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 and this, and it really doesn't amount to a whole lot, you know. I'm just too, uh, too reserved, I guess, anymore. Or too, uh, maybe I'm too miserable. I don't fucking know. Nah, eh, I think reserved is the right answer. Yeah. I do. I, I can't do a barbecue like this every weekend. I, I nah. would fucking, I would lose my mind, man. I mean, I could do a barbecue if it's just like low key, you know, like a few people. Sometimes yeah, I love cooking for people. I love, you know. Yeah, so that's the double-edged sword is because, like, dude, I wouldn't give my grill up to anybody. Right. You know, the one kid walked past and joked and was like, oh, I know how to cook. And I was like, nah, get the fuck not out of here. Not here, you're not. Yeah, I did I did say that to him. Yeah. I said, not today, buddy. Yeah. You know, you're not fucking cooking here. I'll come to your house and you can cook. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that is, like, the double-edged sword is, like, uh, I made this salmon fillet that apparently everybody loved, mm-hmm. which to me I was like, it was real simple. I just baked it in the oven and used like this Johnny's Alaskan seasoning with a little bit of lemon on it and some olive oil and fucking simple. Just mm-hmm. bake it and then like once the once the baking process is almost done, I turn it on to broil and cook it from the top and it's fucking perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, but then, like, grilling, I fucking burnt the ribs. Although my brother-in-law, I'm pretty sure he stole all the ribs. Hmm. Dude, I had a full rack of ribs. I don't think anybody ate any. But then, like, we were cleaning up last night, and Gabby was like, where'd the ribs go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my brother-in-law took the whole fucking tray with him when he left. Oh, wow. Yeah, what a that's, dickhead. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, he's a fucking strange bird. Yeah. He, said, he said he wanted them. He was like, dude, I'm taking these. And I was like... Oh, okay, and I'm laughing. I'm thinking, like, yeah, sure you will, you yeah. know? Oh, no, I think he really did. <laughs> Probably up at 3 a.m. with a fucking plate of ribs on his chest. Dude, he, he's the, these are good fucking ribs. <laughs> so, so uh, dude, all day. So, yesterday was a good day. It was a typical, like, yeah. running around barbecue day. It was cool to see everybody. But uh, let me tell you this. I got a story for you. So, we pull out this giant box of fireworks. And my wife instantly is fucking nervous. She's like, dude, what the fuck, man? There's a lot of kids here. And we're like, all right, we're going to be safe. We'll give the kids these little snappers. They're, they're fucking loving life. Dude, my two little monsters are throwing them at each other's feet and shit. And they're having a great time. They're laughing. So then they're all gone. The snappers, we used them all up. So then my brother-in-law is like, well, here, we got these sparkler things. And uh, I was like, all right, cool. Let's pull them out. So I light one of them, and it's not like the the sparklers we used to have as a kid that were like the little piece of metal that the thing burned down. Yeah. These ones were like phosphorus. They were like a little piece of uh, fucking bamboo shoot with like a little yeah with like a little thing of paper all the way around it, and it had like like so they weren't just the metal sticks with the no. fucking yeah. No, these were different, That's but they had like never, phosphorus that like, kind of shot out the end of it. Yeah. You know? I used to so, love sparklers, man, when I was a kid. Yeah, well, so that's it. I was like, oh, okay, they're a little different, but it's still the same principle. It just burns down but shoots a little firework out of the tip of it. All the kids are running around. I'm a little, like, skeptical to hand it to, like, Christopher because Christopher's young and still has no fucking clue. Yeah. But then he grabbed one, and he was playing with it, and he's swirling it around and shit and having fun. And I was like, all right, that's that's fine. So then we did that for, like, 15, 20 minutes. Dude, I'm, like, trying to light everybody's thing because they keep burning out pretty quick. Right. And I didn't realize that Christopher's standing right behind me, and he's, like, holding it with one hand. And, dude, he's put his fucking index finger right into the fucking fire and burnt the shit out of the oh, tip wow. of his finger. Like, he was looking at it and saw, and I guess he wanted to, like, touch it to see what it was. Yeah. Like, curiosity. Yeah. Fucking burnt the cat. I did that once when I was a kid with a fucking car cigarette lighter. Oh, my God. I was, like, I remember looking at it and thinking, like, just that that bright... How hot is that? Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's bright glowing, and I just fucking put my index finger right on it. Dude, I thought Gabby was going to fucking slap the shit out of me. I think I did the same thing with a curling iron when I was a kid, too. (laughs) I did. I straight up grabbed one. My fucking hand was bubbling. Really? I was, like, four years old, yeah. So, dude, I was, like, mortified, man. Like, we ran inside. Uh, Gabby's freaking the fuck out. Like, dude, I I was, like, I was scared. I thought he fucked his hand up really bad, you know? So, like, 
all of the fucking kids, for some reason, there was like a bunch of 10-year-olds and some, some between 2 and 10, there was like a fucking row of kids that come, like followed us in here. The one kid is Gabby's friend's nephew, and he's like this big, tall 10-year-old kid or whatever. And they're all like, like, they literally almost pushed me out of the way in the fucking bathroom to come see what happened. So I turn around and fucking scream at him, get the fuck out of my house, yeah. you know? And then like, everybody's like, oh, he's, he's yelling. I'm like, Dude, get the fuck yeah. out of my house. This isn't a fucking like sideshow. My kid got hurt, dude. I'm going to fucking freak out if you don't get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But, um, so that was like, uh, you know, a sad little thing, you know, but so like, so then like, uh, Gabby's upset. Gabby's like, I fucking knew, I knew that somebody was going to get hurt, rah, 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 you know, and I'm like, that's like, but this her, is a natural occurrence though. So that's the thing is her friend is standing right there and her friend is just like, Gabby, what the fuck, dude? He's a little boy. Like, yeah. you know, like, dude, he's got to learn. He's going to get his licks. He's going right. to learn. You're some not going to know that know? something's hot until you get burnt. So yeah. that's what we started. I, so then her friend Yama, we're like, we're sitting there laughing, and Yama's like, "Well, uh, I guarantee you, he ain't gonna touch that shit yeah, no more." Like trial and error. Yeah, man, yeah. he fucking learned something today. Right, <laughs> dude. I never touched a fucking lighter after I fucking burned myself on it. You know. So like, but it's uh, as a dad watching your kid do that, like you're mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, dude. There's a part of my soul that is like fucking hurt right now. I want to go up there and check on him and like. Yeah. See how he's doing, you know? But yeah, he's um, fine. Yeah, you know, dude, it's literally a little blister on the tip of his freaking tiny little finger. But, like, do you know it's your little kid? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking at his little tiny fucking hands and you're like, damn, we're going we're gonna to start getting scars already, huh? Yeah. Like, you know. Uh, you know, dude, it happened with Genevieve. Genevieve's got a fucking a scar right above her one eyebrow like fucking Scarface yeah cause she fell when she was little and whacked her fucking right on the corner of this coffee table in my chiropractor's fucking office yeah and they were freaking the fuck out cause they thought that we were gonna sue them or something and I was like no man my kid fell dude that's yeah. you know that's part I'm of life a, I'm not a piece of shit I'm not here to like cash in on your fucking insurance you know, I know some people would do that. I'm not. Right. I'm not interested in that. My, my fucking kid fell. You know. Yeah. It's amazing how, like, you know, when you're that young and something like that happens to you, like your whole life you think of that as being like this monumental fucking injury or something. Interesting. When in man. reality, it was really nothing to somebody else. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I split my head open when I was a kid, kind of a similar situation. Like I tripped over a cable wire and I hit my, I, I fell, my like cracked my head on like this. um glass fucking decoration that my dad had they were like these look man it's some italian shit <laughs> like it was fucking it was like they were like big glass blocks stacked on top of each other okay and they were like they looked like a fucking it looked like a big amaretto bottle almost you know what i mean like it was like that big thick oh i remember that glass yeah, that you yeah. can't fucking see through type shit yeah and i cracked that's my very head italian very yeah good. i'm only saying it because you said it <laughs> well it just it was like some gaudy looking italian shit you know, and I could straight out that. of South Philly, right, right. next to the stadiums. <laughs> and I mean, I was gushing blood, like more blood than I had ever seen in my life at that age. I was fucking four, but like it was traumatizing. Yeah. And I remember going to the hospital and getting stitches, stitches and all that shit. And it was like, when I thought, think back on it, even now, I think like, man, I was really bleeding my balls off there, you know, <laughs> but like it was nothing, you know, it was nothing. Yeah. And then, like I said, you know, the one time I grabbed the curling iron fucking hand was bubbling up skin was fucking you know blistering and all that shit and then you know like these were like monumental injuries you know but yeah the my worst was i broke my arm once when i was a kid oh my god it was fucking it was something else huh i was <laughs> to this day like people still talk about it because they'd never seen anything like it like just to see like the how the foreign my arm was it was insane <laughs> i uh i was remember those old stupid scooters I don't know, yeah. The scooters, like, when they first came out and they had, like, a fucking drawing of, like, a dragon on the motherfucker and shit like that. Had, sure. Had, like, the thick fucking wheels and stuff. Yeah. So, I was, like, riding the scooter on the corner. I was, like, six years old. And this really large woman with grocery bags is, like, walking down <laughs> the corner. Like, walking down the, you know, on the sidewalk Dude, it's her on the fault. corner. And I go to swerve to get out of her way and my foot got caught under the scooter. Ugh. So, I go into this wall like the back side of my hand first Ugh. you know what i mean so 
I like, and then it just impacts my arm like an accordion, <laughs> basically. Like, so I go into this wall, and my my literally my my arm was shaped like an S. Like oh, it broke man. here, you know. It's like up, it, down, up, and then the hand just hangs. It was literally <laughs> impacted like a like an accordion. So it, it broke. I'm six years. Yeah, it broke, and I'm, I looked down, and like you couldn't feel it. All I felt was like these radiating rings on my arm. Like it was like it was weird, but it wasn't like pain. Yeah, you know. And I look down and I see it, and I I'm like, oh my god, like you know, I'd never seen anything like it. And my neighbor next door, who was a little bit older than me, this guy Joe. He comes out and he sees it. His knees buckled. He just throws up. Like he had never seen anything <laughs> like it in his life. And I go, I mean, I only live like two doors down from where I was. Here's a six-year-old kid with a broken yeah. arm. So and I he's go, like, yeah, dude. So I start like marching towards the house, holding my arm. And I'm banging on my door. Like banging, banging, banging. Your dad's my, like, who the fuck's banging on well, this Well, that's door? the thing. My parents argued a lot. They yeah. argued an awful lot. So this was one of those mornings where they were, like, yelling at each other. So they thought the cops were... They're coming. in there yelling, and I'm banging on the door. <laughs> and uh, and they they see me, and they come out, and they open it, and I show it, and i like, I broke my arm. My parent, and I show them, and my dad was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> like, he had never seen anything like it in his life. It was insane, but he was man. a military guy, yeah, right? Yeah, so man. Like, it was insane. I, I think it's know. different when you see your kid, though, you right. know? Like... Dude, I've had my nose broken like four times. Three when I was a kid, like like just fighting kids in the neighborhood. Right. And, like, I remember, I got fucking uh, this one kid that uh, I was probably like maybe ten or something like that. I don't even know, ten or twelve, young young you know preteen kid. Dude, we were sitting there talking, and for some reason, he just like just sprung a punch on me and like yeah. like dead center in my fucking nose and just like boom fucking right. blue dude there was just blood everywhere like like instant just yeah and i remember thinking like dude i didn't even do nothing i didn't say nothing to you he just he just fucking punched me you know so i'm like running around the corner back to my dad's house my mom and dad's house and like um there's fucking blood all the way down the front of me and dude I went to open the door and the door was kind of like stuck or something. So I'm like yanking on the fucking door. My stepmom comes running the fuck out. And she's like, what the fuck? She's like yelling at me. And then she sees the blood everywhere. Right. And she suddenly like realizes, oh shit. He's hurt. You know? Yeah. yeah. So then like she's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, so then they like clean me up. I But I remember like the one thing in specific is like they didn't, <laughs> they said wait outside. <laughs> <laughs> wait outside so i'm standing out front with fucking blood all down the front of me and they're like and i was like fucking cj punched me in the face you know? yeah and they're like well don't well, wait right there wait right there so she ran and grabbed some fucking towels or whatever and like meanwhile i'm standing there fucking bleeding you know i'm like yeah. you asshole but i remember like as a kid get being mad and thinking like dude you didn't even let me in the house you know yeah. and uh I mean, obviously, they cleaned me all up, and I had, like, fucking, you That's know, just amazing, rings like, under my eyes, because it, dude, I think they, I, I don't know. You broke when, your nose or something, right? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean dude, If you had rings under your eyes, it had to have been a broken nose, right? So, yeah, possibly. Like, maybe even just, like, a fracture. I don't know. Yeah. I never, a lot of my injuries kind of went un, you know, undocumented, because we didn't, we didn't go to the hospital that often. No. You no, know? No, I know that. But, um... I don't know. I think that that was one of them moments because, dude, I remember, like, my face was all fucked up and had to go to school and, like, people were laughing at me and I'm yeah. like, you know, and they all knew because CJ was talking shit and, like, told everybody, yeah, I, I, you know, punched him in the fucking face, you know. And those moments when you, like, are fucked up or whatever, or you got your ass beat or something or you got injured, it's almost like your brain can't register, like, oh, my God, this is my life. Yeah. This happened to me. Dude. <laughs> I used to get injured once a year at least. Yeah. Whether it was skateboarding or, you know, fucking just doing stupid yeah, it was, shit. Yeah, you were out there being active doing things like that. I was like a kid who didn't. I was like, you know, I drew, you know, yeah. like I wasn't like on a skateboard or anything like that. Like I'd ride a bike maybe, but that was about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, there were moments where I was like, am I going to survive this? <laughs> like, you know, like. Uh, I remember one time when I was in the first grade, I fucking, um, 
it was icy outside. Yeah. And our principal, this nun, you know, I went to Catholic school, and uh, she would like she would berate us before we anything ever happened, just to avoid something happening. That's what I do to my kids. Yeah. So it was like she would like tell us like don't play around in the schoolyard when there's ice and snow out there and don't run around or just get in line. And I remember walking to get in line and one of my friends, this kid Tommy, bumped into me. It was a totally incidental thing. He bumped into me and I fell face first onto the ice. Really? Yeah, and I cracked uh, cracked my front tooth, my whole face, everything. Like I was I was pretty fucked up. <laughs> for like a, I mean I was 6 years old or something. I was, I was in like a first or second Dude, everything grade. happened when you were 6, man. Well, I I yeah, I was young and um and I remember like bleeding from my nose, having like a scrape on my face. My fucking tooth turned blue. Really? You know, yeah, like okay, I got pretty fucked up. It looked pretty like nasty. And she fucking instead of like like, uh, like, oh, are you okay? You know, like, take me to the nurse's office. She came into the nurse, nurse's office screaming at me <laughs> like I did something wrong. And I was like, all I was doing was walking to get in line, and she didn't want to fucking hear it. She didn't want to hear it. She paraded me around to every fucking uh, classroom on that floor that lines up in that uh, lines up in that schoolyard, paraded me around, and yelled at the other kids while she used me for an example. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even fucking do anything. You know, like I, didn't, I, I wasn't, was walking and Yeah, I wasn't bumped. fucking around, nothing. And it was like, <laughs> I just felt like the, the, for the rest of the year now, I was the kid who fell in the fucking schoolyard and like got paraded around all beaten and bloodied. Dude, you know? do, you, do you think that young kids now are getting less injuries and having less problems because they're just stuck fucking not doing anything. Well, they're they're not doing anything. Their parents are like fucking helicopter parents and they're afraid yeah. to let their kids like enjoy life. So like when those kids came into my bathroom last night, like do they literally like there was They're fucking, probably mortified to get yelled at. Dude, they all looked like they looked terrified that I fucking screamed at them to get the fuck out of my house, you uh-huh. know? And then the one kid in particular that I didn't know that was my wife's friend's nephew. You know, like, imagine that fucking association. So then after everybody's leaving and and Yama and her nephew are about to, you know, pack up and head out, I walk over to the kid because I'm trying to be a gentleman here. And I said, hey, young man, what's your name? He tells me his name. And, uh, And he was a nice enough kid. And I said, listen, man, I'm sorry for yelling at you. You know, and then Yama was like, why'd you yell at him? And like, she didn't know what the fuck was happening. Mm-hmm. So the kid starts explaining, but you could see that he's like trying to be defensive. He's instantly like, oh, well, he yelled at us because we were in the house. And I'm like, yeah, well, I own this fucking house. So like, right. I'm going to fucking <laughs> yell at you anytime I want. You know, like if you're in this fucking house, I'm going to fucking yell at you if I feel like it. You yeah, know? Yeah. I, I think and, the, they don't. Uh, I mean, in my experience, I find that a lot of these kids are just kind of like really wussified. Like, well, and that's what I'm getting at is yeah. that kid, like, dude, that might be shocking to that kid for the rest of his life. Like, dude, I was over there and the fucking guy just yelled at me for no reason. And I'm like, but so then I'm trying to explain to him, dude, it was my son. He was injured. You guys pushed into my bathroom right. where me, my wife and my son are trying to deal with this. Get the fuck out. <laughs> You're not welcome in here right now. This isn't a fucking sideshow. Yeah. You know? You didn't pay a quarter to, to see a naked chick. Like, well, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my goddamn bathroom. I hate when you, know? when you know you're right about something and you're like, somebody else will fucking make it a point to make it feel like you need to apologize for no, it. No, so Yama was like, cool. Yama's yeah. old school, dude. Yeah. She Listen, her, her family is from Liberia and they have like traditional values and like, dude, they'll beat the shit out of that kid. Like, right. <laughs> Yeah. So Yama was like, yeah, you should, you know, like Yama kind of told him like, why were you in there? You don't need to be in there. Right. They're, they're dealing with Christopher, little Christopher's injury. Like, get the fuck out, you know, yeah. especially in somebody's bathroom. Well, I mean, that was probably the best thing that could have happened yeah. in some respects to your kid as far as the sparkler goes. Now he knows. Yeah, well. I'm not going to fucking touch the center of it or, yeah. Because <laughs> you know. so, now I know it'll happen. <sighs> So anyway, that's what I was just like. Uh, I think it's interesting though that like uh, some kids, and I think it's I think maybe this like this generation raising children where we don't want our kids to get hurt. So like, like Gabby was mad. Gabby was like, 
you know, upset that the kids were playing with these stupid fucking sparkler things. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'm like, I'm trying to be the dad and be like, dude, relax. Mm-hmm. They, she, dude, he needs some scars. Yeah. First of all, he's a fucking hunter, which is like my, my family name. And I'm like, dude, we have scars. We yeah. are fucking brutes, man. We, we do stupid shit, you know? So... If the kid's going to be a mechanic or work on fucking cars or whatever, ride dirt bikes, skateboard, whatever the fuck stupid shit that I do, if he decides to do any of those things... You're going to get hurt from time to time. He's going to fucking see the hospital. Yeah. So. (sighs) Anyway, man. So, yeah, that's what I dealt with yesterday, you know? You and I were talking about doing, like, a, a show about, like, things that we remember. Like, remember that, you know? <laughs> like and that's what I was like, dude, maybe this is turning into that. A little remember know? when? Yeah, remember Do you remember when? the first time you get your ass beat? Like, by, but like, not, like, by, like, an adult, but, like, another kid. Like, another kid, like, whooped your this ass. This stays on topic of what we just said, dude. Was that the one? No, that wasn't the one. I mean, listen, I was a small kid that ran his mouth a lot. So, yeah. like, um... I remember walking home from Norwood School one time, and dude, there was literally ten or fifteen fucking kids waiting for me. Uh-huh. And one kid wanted to fight me, but it ended up that several of them, like once I was on the ground, several of them just started just joined beating in. the shit out of me. Wow. You know, so I don't think I've ever been beat by like a large group of people. And that happened a few times to me. Yeah. You know, so like I was like, my childhood was not fun, dude. No. Like you know, like. Yeah, like, when I think back on it, like, mine wasn't, like, fun either, but, like, I don't know. There was a level of, like, conditioning that came with that, though. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's so tough because, I'll say this, in as modestly as I can, but now as an adult, you know... I'm a pretty large guy and people don't fuck around with me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I remember a few years ago seeing uh, this video. Remember back when they were doing the, like the knockout stuff, yeah. there were kids in Philly, groups of kids that were walking around and just randomly punching strangers, but they were cowards Yeah, because like, dude, they did it to like old people. They didn't That's do it. Fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were doing it to like women. They were doing like, like pussy shit, you know? Yeah. But I remember watching these videos and I was thinking like, dude, <laughs> If you run up to me and you think that you're going to hit me, I'm telling you right now, I don't give a fuck if you're 14. I'm going to break yeah. your fucking jaw, you know? Oh, like, yeah, I yeah. will brutalize you. I will beat the shit out of you and four of your retard fucking friends. Yeah. We might have to edit that out. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not editing shit out. I'm telling you right now, if you run up on me, I'm going to beat you down, Right. you know? And then afterwards, when the cops say, what happened? I'm going to say, go over there. See that camera on the side of that building? You'll fucking see what happened. These fucking little shitheads thought they were going to, you know, jump on me. And I beat the... Anyway, moral of the story is, is as a kid, I got my ass beat a lot. Mm. You know? Like, when you think about... uh, You know why, like, I personally love Rocky? (laughs) The moral of the story is not to be the, the best... The moral of the story is to take your ass whoopings and keep going. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of my life was like that. I do. Mm-hmm. I got my ass beat a lot. I'm not a fucking tough guy. There are plenty of people that can fuck me up. Yeah, I'm not really a fighter yeah. either. But Oh, know. I'm definitely a fighter. No. But I'm aware that yeah. I'm not the toughest. Yeah. But I'm not afraid to fight now. Right. You know? That's the difference is... Through my adolescence, I had to learn, like, do you can't be afraid of these people, and you can't back down a second, mm-hmm. you know? And that's that's the lesson I got from Rocky, is I'm going to go into this, and yes, I might be intimidated, but you're never going to know about it, you mm-hmm. know? Like, when you even think about, I'm like, uh, <laughs> dude, I haven't coughed or sneezed or farted or nothing on the In microphone. a while. Maybe that was, like... That was an old thing from every third Sunday. Maybe we don't have to do that on this show now. <laughs> no more fa- no more sneezing and coughing. Yeah. But, uh, or hacking. That's what I used yeah, to do. Hacking, hacking and coughing. But, um, when I watched Rocky, I remember, like, like to me, visually, like, you got to see the behind the scenes of a boxer that's like, he's fucking scared. You know, like, the, he didn't, he didn't really want to go in the ring at first. He was like, he wanted to, but he knew, like, dude, I'm fucking scared. He went and talked to the priest, you know, he's like talking to people and he's like, 
he's worried, you know, he's worried about it. And that in all reality, I think as a real person, you go into life like that. I'm fucking scared. Even my job, I'm a crane inspector. Yeah. I'm fucking scared. People are like, oh my God, you're so, you're fucking crazy. You climb up there? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking scared. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. I don't just climb up there like an asshole. Like, no, yeah. dude, I'm fucking nervous. I'm worried. I have to be on my fucking game. Yeah. You know? So, I think in life, you know, you get your ass beat and you 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 have to learn from it, you know? Yeah, I think like after the first time I got my ass beat, like it was a rude awakening. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, it was pretty unprovoked. <laughs> so it was like, I was kind of like stunned more than I was anything else. Like yeah. it wasn't like, it was weird because I, I immediately knew, don't show any reaction. And I was like young. I was little. Really? I'm talking like when I first moved to Philadelphia, I was five years old. I would say this happened by the time I was like seven or so, you know? Hmm. But um, yeah, we were, we were outside. And uh, all the kids were playing, like, wiffle ball. Yeah. They were out on the street playing wiffle ball. And I, like, came late to it. Like, so I just, like, sat on the steps and was hanging out there. And um, kids started arguing over, like, whether or not something was a foul ball or not. Like, we had, like, these stupid parameters. Like, if it went on to, the, like, the curb on either side, on the one side of the street. Sure. It was a foul ball or something like that. And we're yeah. talking about a narrow city street. Like, sure. we're trying to fucking... Come up with the logistics of if a baseball If it bounces field. off of John's mom's windshield, yeah. it's a fucking Well, if it hits ball. an awning or some shit like that, that's not a fair bar, <laughs> fair fair ball or anything like that. Like, it was like stupid fucking logistics of, like, street wiffle ball. And I sit down and, like, one of the kids is like, I'll tell you what, John's not playing, John can be the umpire, so he'll determine what's fail and what's not, you know? So this kid, Jackie, who is, like, a troubled fucking kid. His name know? is Jackie, of course he is. Well, he was, like... He had a rough, rough life. Yeah. Like, his, he was just a hard fucking kid. For, I mean, he looked hard at fucking eight. You know, like, he looked Fuck like a... Fuck Jackie, dude. Well, nah, I bet she's... I bet she's... Dude, I, he was I hope a pussy. he's... No, nah, I think he... I hope he's fine now, you know, to be honest with you. But, like, he grew up really fucking hard in a hard household and stuff like that. And it was pretty well known. Yeah. But, um... So, Jackie, like, fucking swings at a ball and... I guess he got, like, it was a fail, and I fucking said it was a fail, and he freaked out. Like, <laughs> freaked out. He was like, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he comes over to me, and I'm sitting on a step. I'm laughing because, like, I imagine an eight-year-old like, bullshit, this is oh, bullshit. He, he was mad as fuck, dude. <laughs> and, uh, and fucking, I'm sitting on the step, and he comes over, and he's standing over me. And, dude, he just unleashed on me. And I mean, like, swinging, like, arms, like, fucking yeah. just cracking me in the face. Like, not, like, punching me dead on with his knuckles. Yeah. More like this, like, yeah. the inside of his hand, but they're, like, cupped. That's a and, bad, that's an easy way to break your fingers, man. Yeah, well, I mean, we're fucking seven and eight years old. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, but I mean, really wailing on me. Yeah. And something inside me clicked. It was like, okay, I could try to fight back here, which I did try to fight back. But when it was over, I had, you know, I had, I stood no chance. Yeah. Like I was in a prone position to get my ass beat and I didn't cry. I didn't get upset. I didn't get up and go home. I stayed there and I showed no reaction to it. Yeah. And fucking went about my business and continued to quote and you unquote. you like, it's still a foul ball, you fucking pussy. Pretty much. <laughs> that was pretty much what happened. It was like, you know, like I just knew don't back down from what you originally did. And especially not in front of these kids. Yeah. Because these were a different element of kids than what I was used to. Like, Where these... did you move? When you came to Philly, where did you come from? From Belmar, New Jersey. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So, like, we lived in... I was born in Philadelphia. Yeah. On Walking Street. And I was there until I was two. And then we moved to an apartment in Belmar for three years. Oh, no shit. And, <clears throat> uh, and then I came back to Philly when I was five. Yeah. So, um, but it just was like these kids like the, from the second I got there it was like a parallel fucking universe that I wasn't used to kids were cursing they were abrasive they were you know tough they fought you know they had like a certain kind of like fast paced knowledge for kids that were fucking that young yeah that I wasn't used to it was strange but um yeah I mean and, and fighting was like a daily occurrence there man like they they were constantly getting in the fights with each other you right there bud yeah sorry yeah. 
Hmm, that's interesting. I had a question, but then I got a text message, so I uh, I fucking lost it. But uh, ah oh, man, I don't know, man. I think I think um, I think you. I think when people are like that, first of all, like you were joining the pack, you know? Right. So like that dude was just like the alpha. He was laying the fucking law down. And in some like when you think about like sub subconscious psychological way, when you think about what happened. Kind of like establishing like a, a Yeah, spot, he was yeah. like, I'm the bad motherfucker here. You know, maybe Which he doesn't wasn't necessarily the baddest dude on like, you know. Yeah. He came to find out that like there were guys who were much better yeah. than that, you know, Yeah. in that neighborhood. And I'm talking, dude, my best friend growing up as a kid was this kid, James. Yeah. Who was the baddest fucking kid. Like, not bad, like he was a bad kid. Yeah, just tough. Just a bad motherfucker. Like yeah. a bad motherfucker from the time he was little. Yeah. Like, there were fathers in the neighborhood that couldn't beat this eighth grader's ass. <laughs> like, there was no way. So the funny thing to me is um, I grew up uh, in Norwood and there was like a lot of kids from Southwest or their parents moved out from Southwest over to here. So like there was a lot of hostility with some kids and like I remember like there was a lot of like tough fucking kids. Really? And now as like an adult, dude, sometimes I reflect on how many of them are gone. Like, dude, just life, whether it was addiction or weird illnesses or motorcycle accidents. And sometimes you, like, like for me, I reflect and I think to myself, dude, all I had to do was just be patient and wait out the clock. Yeah, because you, know? you know what I find sometimes? The bad motherfuckers that were bad dudes when they were young. Yeah. They're kind of like the meek. Yeah. Kind of like guy on the outside looking in now yeah and they're you know they run into you at like the fucking wawa or something and they're kind of like overly fucking nice yeah and kind of i don't want to say like envious but there's a certain part of them you could see like they're reflecting and they're kind of like you know you turned out better than yeah you know than i did kind of thing life has a funny way of toughening you and then like humbling you after the fact yeah yes and no if you come into the game too strong as a little kid and you're a fucking nasty kid and you're a bully and and you're you're fucking with people dude eventually karma comes around and and fucking catches your ass i don't necessarily believe in karma so much i just think it's like a natural progression well, I'd use the word karma, yeah. but I'm just saying, I, I still, I do, for me, to some extent, I do believe that. I believe that if you put out all this energy. Like what goes around comes around? Yep, yep, yeah. something like that, you know? I do believe that. I mean, I knew a lot of kids that were bullies early on in, in like, you know, in uh, fucking, like, elementary and middle school, and then, like, and then towards high school, it just, like, slowed down, and then, like, a few years later, you hear that, like, the dude died or something, and you're like... You know, dude, you didn't get a it's chance. It's kind of like... Uh, you didn't get a chance because you were too busy. When I see people that were, like, so focused on being cool in school... Right. When I look at high schoolers and little kids that are just so focused on being cool, You're I You're so eager to, like... Dude, you don't know what real life is yet. Right. You didn't fucking experience it, you know? Like, you need to get your balls broken. You need to be quiet and humble and shut the fuck up because... It's going to teach you survival instincts. And then when you come out here in the real fucking world, you're going to be a little humble and you're going to be like, okay, man, somebody. And then when your first boss fucking screams at you, you're not going to be surprised to be like, ah, you can't talk to me like that. Yes, I can. I'm the one that's paying your fucking paycheck. Shut the fuck up and sweep the floors. Yeah. That literally is what my boss used to say to me. (laughs) Shut the fuck up and sweep these floors. I don't pay you to think. You're a fucking retard. I don't want to hear what you have to say. You know, that's what he would say to me, you know, and I'm, okay, all right, I'll do that, Lou. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think I'm worth more money, Lou. And then he'd be like, yeah, yeah, you think you're worth more money? And then I would bolt a fucking wheel onto the side of this car and he would take it for a test drive. And then he would come back and freak the fuck out and he'd be like, dude, the fucking lug nuts are loose. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I work for a guy who's kind of like, I always say he's firm, but he's pretty fair. Yeah. And he just, he's old school in his thinking as far as like, look, there's a job to be done. We got to do it. Like he's passionate about his business and 
Yeah. You know, he's not going to sugarcoat things. And you know what else I find in that? Like, I respect him a little bit more than I respect some other people that I've worked with or worked for. Because at least he's honest. You know? Like, I know where he's coming from kind of thing. You know, I don't... uh, I don't have to guess what he's thinking. You know? I'd much rather have that than somebody who's just, like, passive-aggressive. And, you know... I think... I res- me personally, I respect a business person that is direct. Yeah, and that's what I he don't is. need you to coddle me. I need you to give me a fucking answer. Right. And and like, uh, <clears throat> but that's through my experience of like doing business with with anybody, even. And it's not it's not just work. Like, so I buy and sell used cars, or if I'm buying something used, dude, don't him and haul. Right. You know because like this is a negotiation right now and you need to tell me what the fuck you want. Cause if you don't tell me what you want, I'm just going to, I'm going to take what I want, mm-hmm. you know? So for instance, if you're selling a car and in my mind, it's only worth $2,000, but you got to list it for five, but then you want to be like, uh, I don't know. Do then I'm just going to be manipulative and I'm going to try to push you to sell to me for $2,000. Right. But if you tell me, like, dude, I worked my ass off. This thing's got brand new tires. I really did a lot of work to it. I'd really like to see four grand. Fucking convince me. Convince me that it's worth more. Be firm. Stick to your guns. No, it's worth this much money. I fucking listed it for this reason. Yeah. But that's... Dude, we're getting so soft as a society... That people are everybody afraid. wants to placate everybody. Dude, right? everybody yeah. is so afraid to just like which I, I'm the opposite. When I talk to young people, man or woman, it doesn't matter. I try to explain to them that dude, you need to toughen up. You need to learn that like So that kid last night after I apologized to him, I thought, dude, fuck you. Why did I apologize to you? Yeah, right. You know, like like you're over here like, oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe he yelled at me. Dude, you should never come around here ever again then because I'm going to fucking yell at you <laughs> every time I see you now. You yeah. know? Every time I see you, I'm going to fuck with you now. Not that I'm a dick. Right. But Just, I also think you need this. You need some conditioning. Do you clearly... <laughs> th- if this hurt your feelings right now, me telling you to get the fuck out of my bathroom, yeah. then there's a fucking problem. Yeah. You know? So... Get the fuck. fuck out of my bathroom. <laughs> you want to name this episode? Yeah, then? I think that should be the episode. Get the fuck Get out the of my fuck out of my bathroom. <laughs> oh shit! I feel like I yell that once a day, whether it's the dogs or my children or my wife. Dude, we've crossed a new line in my household. Yeah. Where even, I think when you're taking a shit is the ultimate. I need privacy moment. If I tell you that I'm taking a fucking shit. Forget that I exist for the next 20 minutes. I think that trumps anything you have to tell me. The fucking front and rear doors are on fire. I'm taking a shit. Get the fuck out of my bathroom. Dude, I, I have a dog right now who is so far up my ass. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like so far up my ass. Like, if I'm going to sit down, he will sit in the exact spot I'm about to sit in, just so that I fucking sit on him, so he can be <laughs> near me. It's like, dude, can I just sit, and then you could fucking crawl up on me? Like, Maybe he they... is so up my ass. He won't go... If I'm upstairs, he comes upstairs, and then when it's time to go downstairs, he won't even step foot on the steps until I take the first step down the steps. Yeah. Like, he is just... Wherever you're going, dude, I'm going. He loves you, man. I'm sure he does. But it's also like, all right, it's time to go to bed. And he knows what that means now. So, like, I'll go upstairs. And, look, I'm not one of these people that's like, don't let the dog on the furniture. Sure. Don't let the dog on the bed. Like, he lives here, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I am with my dogs. Every dog sure. I've ever had, like, yeah, I want them to, you know. I've slept my uh, my my uh, my female pit bull every fucking night. I slept with her every fucking so night. So, we normally, we did, except for when me and Gabby got together uh, her two dogs used to shit and piss randomly. Uh-huh. So that's why there's rooms in our house that are blocked off with baby gates. Yeah. And Rogue, the last dog we have left, still occasionally pisses somewhere if she really? feels like it. So, like, that's why, like, dude, I want to let you in here. You're very snuggly. You're I a nice dog. I just don't trust you. <laughs> but I can't fucking trust you, you know? You're like a klepto walking into a jewelry store. Like, I can't fucking trust you. I don't yeah. know what you're going to do next, you know? 
So, uh, yeah, I think like sometimes like a dog will identify a certain part of the house as not part of the house. Yeah. And they're like, if I'm going to take a shit, I'm taking a shit in that room. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't usually go in there. Yeah. Swear to God. I yeah. swear to God she does that, dude. So, like, yeah. my living room with my brand new fucking carpet that we put down two or three years ago when we moved in here, the moment that gate was slightly askewed and we forgot about it, yeah, she went in there and took a huge dump in the middle of the fucking room. Where are my kids play at? And I'm like, yeah. this motherfucker! You know? So... But I do. That's like that's like the problem with like. Uh, so you're saying your dog following you around? We got this new puppy now. This fucking poodle puppy, and it's like Gabby's baby, dude. We were laughing last night because I told. Uh, <clears throat> I swear to God, this is the fucking truth. When we had the other dogs, and then we had children. My wife was like, oh my God, I love these kids so much. I can't imagine. I just can't possibly imagine that I would love anybody as much as I love these kids. But then we went and got this fucking very expensive, very pure-blooded yeah. little poodle. Dude, the dog is above all of us on the priority <laughs> list. I'm not even yeah. fucking kidding, dude. Like, I swear to God. So yesterday... All these kids are in my house and running around in the backyard. And the poodle is just a puppy. So she doesn't... I don't think she's being mean. I think she's just trying to play with them. But she nips. You know, she's right. trying to get their attention. And she's like nipping at them. And, you know, she she fucking nipped uh, my nephew on the butt. You know, and like... And dude, he's like a 10-year-old little boy. So he's like... He's like a nice kid. He's not, he's not a hard kid. You know, so like... He's like fucking scared to death and he's like running from the dog. But that, then the dog thinks he's playing even more. Yeah, right. So like the dog is just like, yeah, I'm going to do it again. You know? So like, dude, Gabby wasn't standing there. And I said, why? Come here, bud. You know? And then my sister-in-law is looking and my mother-in-law, everybody's looking at me like, what's going on here? I said, why? Come here. I got to talk to you. And they were watching me and they're listening. And I said, why? Let me tell you something. If that dog bites you. You smack the fuck out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't care if PETA's listening right now. If a dog bites me, I'm smacking the shit <laughs> all the way the fuck out of it. I will smack it so fucking hard that it'll piss itself. Wow. If the dog bites me, especially a little 10-year-old boy. So, like, everybody starts, like, chuckling because they know my wife is fucking nuts about this dog. And I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck what Aunt Gabby says. Right. I'm telling you right now... That if the dog bites you or any of the other kids, pop it. You know, give it a little bam. Let it know, like, dude, this is not acceptable. Yeah. You know? But Gabby gets all fucking weird and she's like, oh my God, it's a special breed and I'm training it. And I'm, well, you better fucking train it faster because it's biting right. the kids and, uh, and we're not doing that. You know? Yeah. I'm not fucking doing that. This is our house. You and the fucking dog can go live in the garage if you want to live like that. <laughs> I said that to her and she's like, meh, meh. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking for real, dude. I don't want to get bit. Yeah. You know? I'm not afraid of the dog. I'm telling you right now, I'm a goddamn brute, all right? Yeah. I mean, my dog was, he took a little while for him to calm down. Yeah. Because I, I don't know what his life was before sure. I got him. I mean, he's he's almost four years old. Yeah. So, you know, um, so he was kind of like a little, with me, he was great. But with other people, it was like, you're touching my belly. You're yeah, like, what yeah, you, yeah. I got to fire a warning shot here and growl at you or something like that. <laughs> like he was, he was like real, like kind of like standoffish with most people. Sure. At first. And then like, if he got excited, he couldn't calm down. Yeah. So like if the pizza guy dropped something off and he got all ramped up for that. Yeah. It was hard to bring him back from it. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like it was like, it, but now he's not like that. Now yeah. he's like kind of just like leveled out and he's cool. I think yeah. it takes time to settle down. I also think that the dogs learn from your personality. Yeah, yeah. My dog they Morgan, kind of adapt to you. Like, if I'm laid back, he's pretty laid back. I really believe that, man. Yeah. I really... Uh, That's I, the energy in the room. That's what I'm going to adapt to. Yeah. Right. And I think it's also settling down. Like you said, that dog might have come from a very loud environment. And, right. like, you know, like, it, it's it's like, uh, though you guys are... Dude, I'm so glad you didn't... Like, let somebody else take the dog. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I think, I think every dog deserves a chance of, like... Oh, and I tell you, know. you dude, like, there's a lot mixed up. Because, like, I wish... I wish you got along with the other dog. Because yeah. I miss the fuck out of the other dog. Sure. I miss her. You don't think you could get them together? I think and... I could... I think there's a way that I could probably train them. 
Yeah. But it would take time. It, it does. Would, yeah, it would take a lot of time. It would take a lot of effort that maybe I don't have all the time to do all the time right now. Yeah. You know? I mean, we could talk about that off the episode, yeah. but it's like, I, I, we did it, man. But I think there's ways that I could do it as far as like maybe separating them, you know, for periods of time, you know, walking them as a pact and things like that. Like, yeah. I think there's a yeah. way that I can acclimate them to each other, but I think it's just like, I'm so connected with my dogs. Yeah. Like, it's like, there's such a level of like affection between me and my dogs. Like, you know, like, I, I think that there would be some kind of resentment regardless you know so i don't know man i think there's a way that i could probably you know introduce them slowly i think you should dude yeah i would love to because i would but my problem is like i don't want to i don't want to leave uh i don't want to leave the house and then leave them alone and then come back and find out you know they tore each other apart or something you know so yeah yeah well sorry what's up None. So, um, we actually got to wrap this up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to abruptly just hit the fucking brakes on this thing. All right. So all the dog lovers out there that hate my guts right now, that want to fucking kill me because I talked about smacking the shit out of the dog, suck my dick. <laughs> and, uh, they love you, John, because you're a very affectionate dog owner. And, uh, you know, yeah. unfortunately, that's the end of this episode. All right, man. Go yeah. tend to what you need to tend to. Thanks for listening to the Renaissance Manchild. Renaissance Manchild is a Yardbird Tuna production. If you enjoyed the show, please like, follow, and share. Any ideas or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, shit! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You talk good. (laughs) 